Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 52 with legendary sales professional and author Brett Berry. Brett has been a consistent peak performer in business and in life since his days as a Cutco Vector sales rep. He was Cutco's number one student rep and achieved Hall of Fame status with the company in just six years. He then ventured into the medical device sales industry, where he has been a superstar in sales and in management. Brett is also the author of a book titled The Selling Edge, How to Reach the Top in Any Sales Industry. In this short snippet, Brett shares some concepts from his book, including the five things that all successful salespeople have in common. He identifies some key personal characteristics that have led to his success, and he also lists out some of the many sales industries in which people with the Cutco Vector experience can succeed and thrive in the future. Brett's ideas can be the starting point for a successful career in sales or sales management. When you're striving for peak performance at work or at play, you need an extra edge to stay sharp. I want to encourage you all to try out Brain Fuel, which was created by one of our very own Cutco Vector alums. Brain Fuel is a new cerebral beverage that's been scientifically designed to help top achievers maintain peak alertness, sharpen decision making, and prolong mental focus. Visit changinglivespodcast.com slash deals and click on the Brain Fuel logo for a special 35% off deal. Just enter the discount code CLSK when you place your first order. Brain Fuel recently launched into 3,000 CVS stores. Check it out there and pick up additional cases to help one of our own alums on his mission to change lives. Enjoy this flashback segment from Brett Berry, and be sure to revisit the full conversation at episode number 52. Brett, you have written a book called The Selling Edge, How to Reach the Top in Any Sales Industry. What are some of the insights from your book? At the time I wrote the book, I'd been in sales for, I think, about 15 or 16 years at that point. It was a few years ago that I wrote the book. But ultimately, what I what I found was that salespeople, and, and this was also the time when I had made the transition from a sales role to leading sales teams. And what I noticed through that experience and also just the experience of being in sales for so long is that salespeople come in all different, you know, all different shapes and sizes, all different backgrounds. Salespeople, they have different styles, different methods of communicating. Um, but when you really boil it down, all salespeople have five things in common, all top salespeople. There are five key things that they have in common. Um, and you know, that is, you know, one is mentorship. So they all seek out information, latch on the mentors, find you know the information and resources anywhere they can. 
two is connection. So they obviously have the ability to connect with all people. Uh, three is planning. And so I think that's a huge component of it, actually planning your work and then having the discipline to work your plan. Um, four is access, which uh, essentially is access to the decision makers, being able to identify who the decision makers are and get access to them and influence them. And then the fifth thing is selling skills. Um, and obviously, you know, there's, there's multiple selling skills that are important. But when you really boil it down, all top salespeople, um, you know, they embody all five of those qualities. So, yeah, that's great. That's great. Can you unpack the fifth one a little bit more? Like, what do you feel like are some of the most important selling skills that somebody who's listening to this could apply to what they're doing? For sure. Well, I think, and, and the cool thing about, you know, for anyone listening that, that's a, a current Cutco sales rep, I, I think that the cool thing is you learn every single one of these skills selling Cutco. Whereas, you know, there are some sales roles where you're not going to utilize the every single selling skill there that there is. But I think the biggest thing is creating interest. You know, one obviously is, is being able to create interest and help sell people on the fact that they truly have a need. And I think that was, Quite frankly, one of the things that really held me back in my first couple of weeks of selling Cutco when I went 0 for 12 is I, I don't think I was seeing the right customers. I was seeing the you know people that were good prospects that should have been able to buy, but I wasn't good enough at actually creating the need in their mind that they needed that this was a viable solution that they had to have. So I think cre- definitely creating a need, building rapport is a huge one. Uh, getting referrals, especially, I always felt like that was one thing that really differentiated the top sales reps, not only in Vector, but in other industries is, yeah, you want to do more phone time. You want to, you want to get more appointments scheduled, but I don't have enough people to call. Well, if you are good, if you can get good at getting referrals and really master your referral approach and really get good at probing and, and getting customers to refer you know, top quality people to you and you get enough of them, if you get really good at that, you should never run out of people to call. And so I think those are probably a couple of the most important. Um, obviously, you know, being able to work with customers about uh, working through different solutions, uh, closing skills, um, those are all hugely important skills. But I think at the end of the day, being able to get in front of the right people and being able to sell them on the need that they actually have a need for what, you, for what you're selling, um, you know, those are the two most important things. At that point, then especially for Cutco, the product's so good that if you can just do those two things, put the knives in their hand, let them start cutting some food and and they're going to realize quickly that they have to have it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, rapport and referrals really tie together. I think that a, a big reason that people refer is because of the person they're referring. It's not only the product or the opportunity, but it's the person they're recommending. And you could take the same you know, you could take two people in the same industry with the same product and the same everything else and have one is great at getting referrals and one that's not great at getting referrals. And a big reason why is the rapport that they build, the connection that they make with the customer. You know, that's, uh, that's one of the things that makes a huge difference, I'm sure. For sure. Definitely. What did you learn selling Cutco that has most contributed to your success? A lot of the things that I learned in Cutco, they've translated to, to practically every... <laughs> every role or every endeavor that, I, that I've you know, wanted to do in life. The first thing I think is obviously just setting a goal and not being afraid to set a big goal. And I think one of the things that I really learned in Vector that, that has stuck with me is 
when you set a goal, you don't necessarily have to figure out when you set it, how you need to achieve it. it I always remember the Tony Robbins quote, if, if your why is big enough, the how will reveal itself. And I've found that to be particularly true where you may have a goal and it might seem daunting or might seem more than what you can handle at that time. But at least, you know, go ahead and set it and figure out all the reasons why, even if you need to make a list, all the reasons why you want to achieve that goal. And over time, it will force your mind to think in terms of possibilities and you'll work toward that. Um, and, you know, and you may not get there in the time frame that you originally think, but at least you have something to work towards. So I think that's one thing is always, always setting goals for whatever it is. Uh, the second thing we talked about, some of my earlier mentors early on, uh, utilizing all the resources that are available to you, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And, and for me, you know, even when I decided that I wanted to go down the leadership path, all right, well, I needed to, I needed some new mentors that were successful leaders, not only in my organization, um, but even, you know, there, there are several great leaders in the Cutco organization and, and elsewhere. And so I think utilizing mentors, and there are tons of other resources out there. Obviously, you know, podcasts like this one are fantastic. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of reading good books, uh, whether it's Kindle, hardcover, audio, you know, Audible, you know, whatever it may be. But I just think that in this day and age, there is no excuse to not obtain information. There, there's enough resources out there that you, if you want to get good at something, you can find out how to do it. And then I think the third thing is just the idea of being committed and not just interested. And I think you and John Burgos, you and, you and John Burgos used to talk about this a lot. You know, you guys would get up at the conferences and ask, are you interested or are you committed? And obviously the interested people, uh, you know, the minute something gets hard or the minute they don't feel like doing, doing something in that particular moment, well, then that's where their activity level starts to decline. But people that are truly committed to their goals, uh, they get up and they still get up in the morning when they're supposed to, and they stay disciplined when things get hard, they stay the course and they have faith. And I, I think that, you know, that ultimately, if it wins out in the end is if you can commit to consistently giving a little bit more effort and trying a little bit harder than most people would do and just do it for a longer period of time. Those are the people that produce the incredible results. If you're a Cutco rep right now, Brett, or you're a young person uh, in any sales industry and you're thinking about like, what sales jobs might I have down the road where I could crush it? You know, from your perspective, what are some of the industries that a young Cutco rep can consider getting into five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road where they could uh, do exceedingly well in sales? I would say literally any sales industry. <laughs> I mean, really, there, there's not, there is not a sales industry out there that the skills that you learn with Cutco would not translate to 100%. And, and yeah, I mean, there's a ton of great industries out there. There's real estate, there's insurance, uh, obviously the medical device industry. I've, I've got a soft spot for that industry because I've spent so much time there. I think the, you know, the SaaS world, the whole, the whole software as a service world is out there. Um, obviously solar has been, has been a big industry over the last several years here in California. Uh, I don't think there is a sales industry out there that if, if you do well in Cutco, those skills would not translate to. As you look into the future beyond just your your work, are there other ways that you can see yourself changing people's lives through the influence that you have in the world? 
Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, just, you know, really being, being a good example to, to my family and to, to my coworkers, to anyone else that, that I come in contact with, you know, trying to provide it, you know, as much value as I can to them. And I'm really appreciative for the skills that Cutco gave me and obviously the relationships and, and people that I'm still close with in, in that business. And, uh, and I would encourage the audience here to, to make the most of their experience selling Cutco because you never know where your career is going to take you. What I do know is that the skills that you are building while working for Cutco will help you in whatever endeavor that, that, you, that you want to be a part of in life. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.